Welcome to Orioles on the Verge. This is Zach Spen, joined as always by Bob Phelan. Nick Stevens cannot join us for this interview tonight. I'll just dive in, though, with our guest. He is an infielder in the Orioles minor league system, coming off a full season at high A Aberdeen. He is Frederick Ben Cosme. Frederick, how are you? I'm really happy to be here. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah, we're big fans of yours over here, uh, especially Joey Ortiz was my guy. I feel like I need a new slick fielding infielder that that has fun out there. So you're you're up. You're him. So you're down in, in Florida now getting ready for the season. How are you feeling as you prepare for the 2024 season? I mean, I'm feeling great. I mean, the work that I've been doing off season was really good. I mean, I was in, in the yard in my off season. I've been working in my my coach John and Tibo's program. Uh, I went to the gym like four days of the week, and uh, I I got a feel in the DR too to practice, and it was really really good my preparation in the off season. So I'm ready to attack. <laughs> yeah, you you know you got that hit tool, especially the way in 2022 you just flew up the system. Is, is that one of your goals, to add some weight and uh, impact the ball a little bit more? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know that I have to get stronger. I, I gained some muscle this year, some pounds, and that was really good. I missed that. That's what I what they want. And I think I'm better this year. Very cool. And you had the opportunity to play in the Dominican Republic this, this winter. What was that experience like for such a young guy? It seemed like you were one of the youngest guys out there in winter ball. Yeah, that was amazing. I mean, the pressure that is in, there is in that league is crazy. I mean, uh, there are a lot of better players there. I mean, I play with Stalin Castro. I play with Francisco Peña. He's a former player from Orioles. I played uh, last year. Uh, Melky Cabrera was there. Now he was the like kind of the hitting coach there. And, I mean, we learned a lot. And I played four games, and two of them was against Tigres and they say, I mean, the rivalry that we had against them is crazy. I played four games in the last year and played two against Tigres. I mean, that was really good. The pressure that, I mean, every game against Tigres, like full home. A lot of fans, and it's great. The baseball there is fire. Different uh, fan atmosphere down there than in uh, Aberdeen. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> you signed with the Orioles in 2020. And what was behind your decision to choose the Orioles? Because I have to imagine you had other teams interested in you. You know, the system there is different. Uh, we signed with I mean, 16 years old, 17 years old, and if you in the air, if you got 18 years old, 19 years old, I said, like, position player, you are all. And I, I didn't, I didn't have like too many offers, but I had a team interested. And <clears throat> sorry for me, and I mean, I just decided to sign with Orioles. And uh, I remember Francisco Rosario. And Geraldo Cabreja, they saw me in December 2019 in the air, and I did a really good job. And they just like 
put a report that I, I was one of the best hitters of my town, and they called me in 2020, and they said, okay, you signed with the Orioles, now we, you are with us. And I was really excited. It was really good. Yeah, I think it's worked out so far. So <laughs> that, that was good. Uh, you've played multiple infield positions in your career. Where do you feel the most comfortable right now? And where do you feel like you need to make the most progress defensively? I know from 2022 to 2023, I definitely saw a big improvement on defense. Yeah, I feel more comfortable with Shellstop, obviously. I mean, that's my favorite position. But, I mean, I got to be better in all three positions because the Orioles, as organization, they they want the infielders like play second base or stop third base, and I think I can improve my skills in third base because I mean the angle is different from short stop second base third base second base is the easy one of these three, but I think third base third base is the one that I I have to improve, but I feel more comfortable short stop for sure. We saw. I'm sorry, Zach. I was just going to say, I think we reposted a highlight of you at second base flipping the ball to Jackson Holiday and then yeah. throws it to first. I love when yeah. you guys did that. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. I mean, we, we did it like, I did it with Holiday, with Jackson, two times in two weeks. That was crazy. And then yeah. I did it with Mike Horvath. I mean, Horvath was in second base and he flipped to me. Yeah, I got it out, but yeah, it was crazy. We did it three times in, in the same year. Was, that was something that we practiced with Mercado, with Roberto Mercado in the practice, and well, we, we made it. Yeah, hopefully we see that in the major leagues too. <laughs> hopefully. Speaking of Roberto Mercado, you had a chance to play for him last year at Aberdeen, and you've got a chance to play for him again in 2024 at AA Bowie. Uh, what did you learn from him last year? Mercado is, is a father. He's, he's like a father to me in baseball. I mean, he's a really nice guy. I love Mercado. I love Mercado. I mean, he's really nice. And the way uh, how he came, he, he wanted to help me every day. I, I think he wake up and he just thinking about help the players. I mean, he's really good. I mean, I learned a lot of things with him last year but he was like more focused in defense with us and that was good i mean was really good to be with him last year he's he's amazing hope to be with him this year <laughs> yeah hopefully you get up to Bowie if it's the beginning of the season or at some point in uh 2024 <laughs> i think you should reignite and yeah and uh, another thing about we were just talking about this last night on our live show. It seemed like Roberto Mercado loves to steal some bases. And we're curious if, <laughs> if that's an Aberdeen Ironbirds thing or if that's a Roberto Mercado thing. And uh, in 2023, you had a significant uptick in stolen base attempts and a good no, success that, rate. How, uh, how yeah, much will speed a, factor in your game? Sorry. <laughs> no, no, sorry. Uh, that's about the organization, not just Mercado and Aberdeen. I mean, it's the organization. They, I mean, they love to, to, I mean, to play aggressive. I mean, they join 
the the stuff uh, when we play aggressive and they 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 love when we steal bases. So we had a lot of success success in in stealing bases last year. So I mean something that I I improved too last year. So I, I didn't uh, I'm not afraid to steal bases. When I get a hit, I just want to steal base. I mean that's depend the situation. But I mean the organization love when we play aggressive. That's all. Who's who's faster, you or Enrique Bradfield? <laughs> Valdez, Valdez and Enrique. That, oh who's yeah, that'd be a great race. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. So in twenty twenty two you had a really significant jump in your development. You had just come off your first year in the Dominican Summer League. You're barely in the Florida Complex League and get to bump up to Delmarva. You made it look easy, but how tough of a transition was it that summer to go from being in Florida at the start of the year to then the Florida Complex League briefly and then the low A? I mean, I'm always saying same baseball in anywhere. I know when we, we, we go to upper levels, I mean, maybe something changed, but it's the same baseball, same bad, same. But... I'm just saying, I mean, something that challenged me as I mean, Latin player going to, I mean, no, it's, it wasn't the first time to me, <clears throat> sorry, in States. Uh, when I was a little kid, I, I went to New York and uh, to play Little League games. But in this age, that was my first time. I think uh, the food was something that I, we we eat like something different in the eye. <laughs> Maybe Brandon knows what I'm talking about. I mean, <laughs> so the in the culture too here, but about baseball, I just just always say it's the same baseball anywhere. So I don't I, I don't want to say it was easy, but I'm just no don't think about that. Just go out there and play play hard. Yeah, I think we had Daryl Hernandez on here a couple a year or two ago, and we had Sam Jelinek, who used to work for the Shorebirds, and they were tell stories about Hernandez. I think would like take guys out and show them how to shop for groceries and and the cold weather. I'm sure in the beginning of the year that had to be uh, hard yeah, to get yeah, used to, right? Yeah, yeah, that's something. Yeah, the, the cold weather. I mean, I think last uh, in 2022, uh, I went to. The Marva in summer, I think. Yeah, in summer. So it wasn't cold, but my first four season was last year and it was really cold. And that was something else. Yeah. And yeah, I can cook too. And we can, when we are in apartment, <laughs> we can like make our, our, our food. But here in Sarasota, it's, we are in hotel, we can, we can cook. So. We can just something that is like looks like Dominican Republic is Chipotle, <laughs> and we got a lot of restaurant here. <laughs> That's good. I love Chipotle. Probably doesn't compare to the authentic <laughs> stuff, but <laughs> uh, a lot of you did get you started in Aberdeen 2023. A lot of hitters seem to hit a speed bump in Aberdeen. Uh, I know Norby Kowser. A, a bunch of guys, um, Dale Hernandez. Is there anything in particular about Aberdeen that makes it tougher? Is it the the ballpark? Is it the pitching? Uh, I hear a lot of a lot of stories about that. 
I hear about something about Henderson too. I mean, I think he says like a couple of years ago the the feeling of it was like little little dark. I I, I mean I don't I, I don't want to say that, but I I just want to say the pitch competition. I think, but I remember two years ago Carlos Gomez, former player from Milwaukee in Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, I got a really really good relationship with him. And he told me two years ago, the tough, the most tough league in in the minor league is high A. I mean, I didn't believe that. I, I thought it was maybe double A. And <laughs> when when I was there, I was just thinking about what he told me. <laughs> yeah, so double A should be a piece of cake now, right? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't want to say that. <laughs> high, high is kind of like tough, but... You know, we have a lot of fun watching you play because you play the game with a lot of energy and a lot of confidence. Where does that come from? And can you tell us how you got the nickname Fresendary? <laughs> uh, about my confidence, I think my preparation uh, I mean, I, I follow too much uh, what Kobe Kobe Bryant says before said before, and he said confidence comes from preparation. And I think my preparation and before do something in the game, I I did that like thousand times before, and I just want to say the, the preparation. So when my mind said, I'm just go out there to the field and play hard, enjoy the game always. And we got good results when we just think about that. And about legendary, <laughs> I mean, every every post that I that I <clears throat> that I made in, in Instagram and Twitter, I put legendary. And Josh, the hit, he will be hitting coach in Double this year. And Anthony Villa, my guy, <laughs> uh, he said, "Okay, now you are legendary." And Every everybody everybody in the complex say, "Hey, legend, legendary legend." <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> it's the yeah. best. We love that so much. <laughs> um, what players did you admire growing up, and who do you model your game after, if anybody? Uh, Robbie Cano. Robbie Cano was my favorite player growing up, and I mean, when I was a little kid, just watching how. He's so smooth. He played the game just like like enjoying the game and just he slowed down the game. And everybody told me that uh, as a hitter, uh, I look like I got some similar with Cody Seager and Cody Bellinger. And let's be believe that. Yeah, that's a compliment. <laughs> yeah. When you look at so, your oh. um, your teammates in the Orioles farm system, who do you think is the toughest hitter to get out? Um, well, Jackson, I played with Jackson Holiday last year, and I love to, to like, like to watch him like in the box hitting. And I remember in the I was in the dugout, and every time he was hitting, I was like running the iPad. Like in the trackman, watching the trackman, and it was crazy. Like his swing decision was was crazy, and 
he had a lot of walks last year, and I'm, I, I'm gonna say Jackson. He's great. He's a great player. Yeah, and don't you know you had some pretty good walk percentage, and and uh, you didn't strike out much either. So, how do you, how do you focus on that and improve prove that in in your game? Because I'm sure you grew up. You want to hit the ball, be aggressive. Since I was a little kid, and uh, everybody told me you never strike out. I, I remember uh, doing my tryouts before signing with Orioles. I remember with just one team, I took like seventy three abs, and I just strike out one time. So, <laughs> bro, since, that was since I was a little kid. I'm just like my approach always: see the ball and hit the ball. That's my approach, and it's helping helped me a lot. Yeah, that's good. And I meant to say earlier, we had Anthony Villa on a couple of weeks ago, and he said Thomas Sosa believes he's the next Ken Griffey Jr. If we have the next Ken Griffey Jr. and the next Robinson Cano, I think the Orioles are going to be pretty good. Arise, or Luis Arise. <laughs> Which pitcher on the Ironbirds last year would you want to not face with the game on the line? What What pitcher would you least want to face? In our team? Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. I, I want to face all of them. <laughs> I, I want to face all of them. <laughs> We're a big Gene Pinto fans over here. I'd love to see that match. Oh, Gene Pinto. wow. I, I'm, I faced Gene Pinto since I was in, in, in the air like a couple weeks ago. And now here last week, and he struck me out like two times already. So... More bro, than you did in 70-some at-bats. <laughs> bro, his breaking balls are really good. So, And he makes a lot. He knows how pitch. He's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's why we like him. He's got that slider changeup. <laughs> uh, we like to hear from prospects like about the different interactions they have with players who are either – further ahead in the minor leagues or maybe even in the big leagues, has there been a veteran in the organization that has been really helpful to you? Ayúdame ahí, Brandon, que no, no lo entendí muy bien. Para, para poner a hacer algo. Claro. <laughs> Él está preguntando si hay algún veterano en la organización que, que, que te ha ayudado en alguna manera, que has podido hablar con él, que él te ha podido enseñar algo, quizás. Uh, Santander, Anthony Santander, I was with him last year. He went to the academy in the air. And I asked him some questions, and he was helping me there. He, he's really nice. He's really good. Yeah. Yeah, he does seem like uh, a really friendly guy. Actually, Samuel Basayo, he reminds me of Anthony Santander sometimes, just his mannerisms on the field. Is he going to be any good? <laughs> Yeah, Vasayo, Vasayo, it's really good too. <laughs> they got some similars. <laughs> well, Frederick, thank you so much for joining us tonight. And best of luck to you as you gear up for the season. We will certainly be rooting for you here. No, thank you guys for having me here. It was really fun. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hope to see you out on the field this year. Great. Thank you. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.